The new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Games from the Virginia Lottery are here. The Scratcher gives you the chance to win up to $100,000. The online game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. For more information, visit VALottery.com. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And wait a minute, who's been finger painting on the couch again? That's okay. Leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hi, Ben. Hey, Fernando and Travis Irvine. Hola, Ben. Live from the war. Yes. I write... I write to you from the front lines. My dearest Mothra. Mothra. uh, The war was hard today, Mothra. I uh, barely even got my Uber. It's delivered. (laughs) CNN had a long commercial break today. I didn't know if I was going to be able to make it. And then I realized McDonald's is slamming fish and chicken nuggets into their goddamn disgusting burgers. And I said, maybe, Martha, I can make it one more day. The war's cold. It's cold, Mothra. This is the. So I did turn up the heat in the living room. Yes. But my God, what a nightmare this war has been. <laughs> the metaverse war. The, the metaverse yeah, war. It's like, extremely yeah. and real. And then I got groped. And then I was groped <laughs> in the metaverse by Vladimir Putin and his <laughs> no, acolytes. No. The war continues. The machine continues to hum forward. We're going to talk a little bit about that as an addition. Mm. To our last episode where we went a little bit more in depth on what's happening right now with Russia and Ukraine as Russia has now officially seized parts of Ukraine and labeled them independent. Yay. So there you go. Genius. Genius. (laughs) And we'll play that sound of Donald Trump sounding like a complete and utter cuck. God, he must have posters of Putin on his wall that only stay up because of cum. Uh, <laughs> and like, you can just yeah. see him like coming on the corners of each. Right. Like it's like, remember silly putty? Remember uh, poster putty? Mm-hmm. Oh, but sure. instead, <laughs> it's his disgusting, oh, kind of cold, milky. Donald, why are these pages of the Time magazine all stuck together? Yeah. Yeah. The on, nipples Donald. are rubbed out. The lips <laughs> are all rubbed out on the poster because he's constantly, you know, Too kissing sexy. him. Too <laughs> sexy. He, he absolutely loves him. Most Americans still oppose an all-out war with Russia because of what's happening in Ukraine, although 52% say we're fine with some dabbling. But of course, once you go in, once you set the hook, it gets increasingly difficult to pull it out of the fish's mouth. It's easier to start a war than to end one. As we learned time and time and time again. So what's happening right now with Biden and the White House. We're going to focus domestic, well, on some domestic things after this. But one of the things that's already being set, that's already the groundwork is being laid out, is to prepare for higher gas prices Yay. and higher costs at 
not only the pump, but of course your grocery store and so on and so forth. So if you're Biden, everything is already going downhill when it comes to dang near $7 a gallon for gas. At the very least, I guess now he can have a have a scapegoat for his uh, horrible domestic economic policies. Well, sure. I mean, we discussed is that whole, what war is good for, I suppose. I'd say so. I mean, Biden seems to see it as some type of deflection. Obviously, we've talked on this show that it could potentially even be a ratings boost it could for be. him because war is, well, as we're seeing, it's, it's kind of popular. I don't know. But in terms of the gas prices, we highlighted on the last show um, in terms of the Intercepts article about MBS, Mohammed bin Salam. I think I said his name wrong, but whatever it is, <laughs> he's from Saudi Arabia. Yes. He murdered a journalist. Um, as we talked on the last show, Saudi Arabia. Khashoggi. Yeah, Saudi Arabia is, um, they're very good. It, it, to your question on the last show, who's wagging who? Right. MBS and this new modern Saudi Arabia leadership is pretty good at messing with America <laughs> and basically calling the shots when it comes to oil prices. Right. When it comes to oil prices, of course, in the Saudis and the Russians, they've worked together for a long time and now they're colluding when it comes to making sure those gas prices go up. Of course, when it comes to manipulating supply and demand, another situation is with the Nord Stream, which is a pipeline company. Mm -hmm. uh, this is, as we talked about, 60% of the oil that uh, the, the Germans use come from Russia, as I believe Travis said. Uh, so poignantly on the last episode, Russia is the gas station of Europe. Yep. So we'll have that also. We'll have the sanctions on top of the Saudis and the Russians colluding. Again, I would love if we ended our desperate need mm -hmm. for oil because of our relationship with the Saudis. Again, 17 of the 19 hijackers of 9-11, of course, coming from Saudi Arabia. So my question is, as gas prices rise, do you think that could also see a rise in the demand for clean energy and therefore clean jobs? Could this almost have a could there be a, a can we put some rose colored glasses on this situation <laughs> on the war <laughs> on the war <laughs> well it looks like all the troops are pink Co today it must be my glasses i'm not sure well, because right now the number of jobs is in re in renewables in the US has increased by 237% wow and there is so much demand According to LinkedIn, there's actually been some difficulty getting people to fulfill those jobs because, of course, to get those jobs, it's a slightly more high-skilled position. Maybe you have to go to college, and obviously that can be very expensive, and there's no job security. There's no job guarantee in this country, uh, which is unfortunate because, of course, that's the promise. Uh, the college tells the kids to get their money. Guaranteed job, 95% placement. At like Hardee's, which is not not bad. <laughs> That's a good but job a for an English major. Hardee's, exactly. eat it up. Well, to your point, I mean, look, this has been talked about for a long time. I mean, remember when the Obama administration took over in Solindra two, in two, 2009 and they had the full Congress. They passed some uh, major green energy funding reforms and the like. And you're right. It's not just advantageous. Um, you got to paint it in a national security frame as well. I mean, right. that that is honestly, and you've heard it from both sides. Since 2008, you've got Democrats saying we need to invest in renewable energy, clean energy. It is the future. And then it is on top of that to wean off of foreign oil. Exactly. And then in the same light, you have Republicans saying we, we need to wean off foreign oil, but they're, that's where they're saying increase oil production, gas production, natural gas production here in the States. Drill right here. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, you know, we've covered Biden is still uh, drilling and, and bringing up more gas, more oil, more domestic oil than ever before because he has to. Absolutely. To take care of this shortage that's been set by COVID. 
But yes, all of this is 100% a major call for, again, the United States. We saw it with the infrastructure package. Mm -hmm. We're seeing it on a state-by-state basis. You're even seeing it in the free market. In Ohio, we've been talking about, you know, we had this major uh, energy scandal mm -hmm. where the legislature basically bailed out corrupt nuclear companies, corrupt coal companies. Um, and in doing so, they also screwed over a lot of the solar projects, the wind farm projects. But those things, luckily, are happening anyway because the free market is going to clean energy. Governments need to go to clean energy. Mm -hmm. And again, it absolutely taps into what we're dealing with right now with Saudi Arabia and Russia. We can no longer be reliant mm -hmm. on these unruly dictators because this is their source of uh, foreign power, is their domestic richness right. in so resources almost the inverse of what we saw with iraq we want a lot of oil uh desires we wanted that sweet mm -hmm. oil that iraq had. you mean that's what that war was all about <laughs> it was kind of about I that i thought it was because saddam was mean to mr bush well and dick cheney had something up his craw <laughs> it was a gun that he shoots his friend with. Well, no. again most of the hijackers were the were saudi but anyway we went in that was in order to get cheaper oil theoretically did it work did it not work that's up for debate right but <laughs> Now, this next conflict, it could monetize clean energy, which, again, if there's going to be un unintended positive consequences, I guess this isn't bad. Uh, this is according to LinkedIn. Again, they say at this pace regarding the jobs in clean energy, at this pace, we are predicting that renewables and environmental sector will outnumber oil and gas in total jobs on their platform by 2023. So that's an interesting thing. If this war does happen, it's not going to be a blip. It's going to last quite a while. Mm -hmm. And certainly clean energy jobs are going to be not only sought after, but they really need to start um, being properly paid. And there needs to be some kind of you know, corporate initiative to make sure that this transfer of energy happens. Otherwise, we're going to continue to see what happened in Texas with their power grid. It all ties together. Right. And of course, as Travis said, when it comes to terrorism, if you want to mess with a country, take out their power and then they'll freak out in a matter of 17 hours. As soon as they don't <laughs> see young Sheldon, Roll! people are going to freak out. Energy yeah. is everything. Energy, how how a country, how a society uses energy dictates the where the society is just in terms of uh, evolution. Mm -hmm. Look at how there's people burning trash in India for power or, you know, third world countries, not to name specific. But you 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 bring up a very good point about corporate belief in this. I think a lot of a lot of the reason we haven't moved completely towards renewable energy has been corporate lobby had mm -hmm. been oil lobby of course if they are not for it no one is for it especially you know senate and stuff they what what did trump say the sun goes out at night what if the you know the, <laughs> right. the it's not always windy yeah there's a lot of excuses from the people we've elected absolutely in terms of believing in green energy and so even though the job market and this is just linkedin and this is just indeed so it's i think a very uh it's a biased view because there probably is a lot more jobs that are not being, you know, uh, advertised that are that are in the green sector. Sure. I am sure there are. So right now, with the backdrop of what's happening with Ukraine and Russia, uh, what's happening right now with our economic situation in this very country, what do you guys think it looks like next week as far as Ukraine? And is Russia just in there at this point? Obviously, we have NATO. We have certain NATO. European allies uh, that are supporting us and we're supporting them. Right. But there really is 
again, Putin, this is this is an away game for us. This yeah. is a home game for him. Right. He's not going anywhere. Right. It kind of reminds me of Xi in China. It's difficult to take on dictators because you have a four-year term in America, maybe eight if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. If you're slightly above average, they'll right. give you another four. But it's tough to compete with a uh, in a way war with a person that's not going anywhere. Right. In fact, this may be a perfect time to play a clip from our former president. Yes, let's play who this. Who is absolutely, I would say- is uh, is uh, uh, either praising or he's borderline coming right now. <laughs> he really is. He is such a little dumpy cuck. I don't understand how this snowflakey soy boy is seen as a tough man by anybody. His opinion of Putin is so weak, and I am not a pro-war person. Right. But that also doesn't mean that you go and compliment- Praise. Praise the yeah. leader- of a country that we might be going to war with. Yeah. And of course, we already kind of are. And at this point, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we know how much Trump looks up to Putin and Mm -hmm. autocrats and dictators. I mean, it's basically like he praised MBS for killing the Washington Post journalist. Almost like, I wish I could do that. Absolutely. That would be fun. He did. That was the 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 vibe. Exactly. So So this is Trump on Buck Sexton show. It's a name that oozes sweat. Buck Sexton, former CIA, can't believe anything he says. I saw him a whole bunch of times at Fox. Pretty basic, huge head, mm-hmm. but a pretty basic uh, normal shill. And he co-hosts this show with a guy named Clay Travis, which I assume is just a clay model of me. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm sure it's a delight. Let's play the clip of the uh, bloviating bastard himself praising the poop head that is Putin. 24 hours, as we know, Russia has said that they are recognizing two breakaway regions of Ukraine. And now this White House is stating that this is an invasion. That's a strong word. What went wrong here? What has the current occupant of the Oval Office done that he could have done differently? Well, what went Here wrong we was a rigged election, and what went wrong is a candidate that shouldn't okay. be. Thank you. That's great. So he's back to that. That's no perfect. concept of what he's doing. I went in yesterday, and there was a television screen, and I said, "This is genius." Putin uh-huh. declares what? a big portion of the Ukraine of Ukraine. Putin declares yes. it as uh-huh. independent. Oh, that's wonderful. So Putin. Okay is now saying it's independent, a large section of Ukraine. I said, how smart is that? And he's going to go in and be a peacekeeper. Well, that's brilliant. That's the strongest peace force. We could use that on our southern border. He's the dumbest? That's the strongest peace force I've ever seen. We could use it on our southern border. Fantastic. They're going to keep peace. You want the Russians on our southern border, border. Mr. Okay, gotcha. I know him very well. Very, very well. By the way, this never would have happened. Savvy, smart, genius. What else? in office, not even... Thinkable. This would never have happened. But here's a guy that says, you know, of course uh, I'm going to fucking give it to him. A big portion of Ukraine independent. He used the word independent. And we're going to go out and we're going to go in and we're going to help keep peace. You got to say that's pretty savvy. And you know what the response was from Biden? All right. There he is. Savvy. Savvy, brilliant, genius. Smart, sexy. Yeah, absolutely. Nipples, rock hard. This has been going on for a long time, 2014. We discussed a little bit on last episode. And again, we'll move to domestic stuff here in a second. But in 2014, this is the beginning of BRIC. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is a Bricks. group. Bricks. Bricks. Right. Mm-hmm. This With is an S. This is an acronym. I can rattle them all off. B is for Brazil. <laughs> R is for Russia. Yeah. I is for India. Yes. C is for China. And S. Well, buddy, that's for South Africa. <laughs> but Brixa doesn't sound as nice. Fantastic. So with Brick, an interesting thing that Travis was talking about before the show, if you look at their GDP and their domestic military spending, Woo! these are the top dogs other than, of course, America. We're number one number when it one. comes to military spending, not per capita, that is the Russians. But when it comes to money, these four nations, they are definitely focused on expanding, I'm going to call it a brand, their nations, yes, and expanding their presence in the world. And they all have expanded their military immensely since 2014. Absolutely. Obviously, the uh, United States is the big leader by a long shot, $768 billion, I think, by our last count. Yay. Um, and then after that is China with $180 billion. And then Saudi Arabia, who okay. is not in BRICS, but as we've just talked about, they are in, I would say, cahoots, perhaps, sure. with Russia and China. Um, and then, of course, Russia is your next. And then India after that. So the top four countries after the United States in terms of military budgets, oh, golly, they all don't like us. <laughs> that is absolutely, I'm going to steal a word from last podcast, <gasps> fascinating. <laughs> Whoa, you can't do that, buddy. You can't do that. That's my new catchphrase. You can't do that. <laughs> NWO, new, new, new world order. Whoa. It's not the fun Kevin Nash and Scott uh, Hall new world order, mm-hmm. but this is the new world order shaping itself economically mm-hmm. right in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're Vlad, it has now been seven years. So the first 14 years, I looked into his eyes and I thought his soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, after that, it he was- He did a- pop into Georgia in 2008. And I don't mean the, the fun one where the devil went down to Georgia. I mean nope. Georgia over at the former mm-hmm. Russian area that he went in there. Absolutely. But then in 2008, I don't think Obama was particularly stern. 2012, we know for a fact- well, yeah, Obama wasn't it even- It is what it yeah. is, Mitt Romney yeah, yeah. was the one that was correct about that. So it is what it is. Uh, and now, after he put all of these things in place- right? this I'm new talking alliance. Putin, this new alliance. All kinds of things. And again, that's why it's so difficult to fight with dictators, because they have all the time in the world to play. <laughs> and then an American president, who's a huge fan of him for right? four years. Because he did a little bit of meddling with mm-hmm. Facebook ads. Yes. <laughs> then we got the four years of just straight up Putin being like, I cannot believe this. <laughs> this uh, is, it this is, is all of my plans have gone very well. It's going like so well, <laughs> whether it be the three hour meeting they had behind closed doors, followed by Trump agreeing with Putin over our intelligence state. Even if we want to criticize our intelligence state, which is totally valid, completely reasonable, and that's our American duty. I'm never agreeing with <laughs> right. the Russian intelligence state. Right. They're sure. all, if I'm going to have to, if I have to choose which liar I'm going with, yeah. USA all the way, I have to. Same way I'm a Packers fan because I'm from Wisconsin. Better right. than I'm from you know. here. Yeah. Exactly. 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 And you almost wonder, I mean, if Putin and, and Trump. Is like is Trump doing this thing because he sees the writing on the wall? That's what that, I like was he say. understands the world powers are shifting and, and and the like. Because obviously Biden, the the old school Americana, the the quote unquote deep state, Washington D.C. bureaucrats, they're not going to stand for that. Mm-hmm. So that is very interesting. Is Trump seeing himself as a flexible negotiator? Like, all right, I see what you're doing. 
Or is he just being a, a big old dumbass? He's such a, a useful old. idiot. Uh, right. Let's go with useful idiot because no, that's exactly, that is the fact. That's exactly what I think. We Is he playing 4D chess? I think. No. Oh, I, no not I, Trump. I, Putin. I, no, I think Who's Trump. Who's playing 4D chess? I think chess? Trump might be playing 4D chess. Oh, my God. Man, Fernando, just, you're off the show. He's just playing with his 4Ds under his desk. No, I think exactly. he truly believes. I think he sees bricks and he thinks he truly he sees he the dictatorship. He might think he's doing something. It doesn't mean he is. Right. The same That's way when true. I was a kid, I thought it was a ninja, and it was a <laughs> six foot. Were you, were you a, a ninja? Six, no, oh. I was a six foot four, twelve year old who looked like a moron with electrical tape around my wrist. Well, that just because he thinks he's doing something doesn't mean he is. Get that tape off your wrist, Mr. President. Oh no! Where is my jelly? <laughs> Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. So right now, there's 190,000 Russian troops and pro-Russian separatist forces and they will be independence. Ver- they will be going against a military right now that has thirty six thousand uh, people that can defend. Of course, that's Ukraine. Mm. So it's thirty six thousand to one hundred and ninety thousand, and unless, of course, the U.S. decides, and which NATO. is exception, and NATO, mm-hmm. which is exceptionally possible, that NATO and the U.S. will decide to uh, send some aid to Ukraine. If you want to listen to a, a sad thing, you know, the Ukraine president, Zelensky, mm-hmm. he didn't he called Putin today, but Putin didn't answer. So that's not good. <laughs> former actor, for, former improviser, former comedian. Mm-hmm. Today's speech <laughs> was harrowing. Uh, it was obviously in subtitles. I didn't learn Russian overnight. Oh, OK. Um, but he talked about how the Russians are going to see the Ukrainian people's faces. Not their spines, which oh. means they're not going to run away. Oh. Um, but, of course, uh, those faces might be covered in tears and blood. Oh, no. Um, if uh, if Putin has his way. So, anyway, that's what we know right now. Uh, Buck Sexton, don't listen to that show. He's a total piece of shit. <laughs> Putin's a piece of shit. Uh, the war, it's coming and Biden is going to be using it as an excuse for the economic conditions that we're living in. Uh, Trump is going to attempt to use it to get back in the good graces of the anti-war hawk Republicans. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the Tucker Carlson's of the world. Mm-hmm. Again, there's always a reason for why they're saying what they're saying. Don't give them any credit for being anti-war when these are the same people uh, that absolutely loved the past war that we had for 20 freaking years. Putin has also promised in an exciting interview, supersonic, hypersonic missiles, a new stockpile of weapons. And uh, he is also creating what he said, biological weapons. So this is, if you are, if you are a weapons maker, it's a boom, baby. Russia's buying, baby. It's Putin in the bar, like shots on me. Uh, Some shots, it's weapons. Absolutely. (laughs) And if you are, if you are like you know Lockheed Martin, you're probably playing all sides, right? Oh, so, absolutely, Lord, ain't so you? So you're yeah, like, uh, so you're just funding the whole damn thing. That's and, the arms dealer megaphone right there. Yeah, <laughs> the thing like, about it, that's why Iron Man is my least favorite superhero because it's like he's all an the, arms dealer. He's just an arms dealer. 
Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I'm supposed to like him because he wants to bang his uh, subordinate? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. nice. He's a fun guy. <laughs> I don't freaking know. I get told I look like Iron Man way too often. But like an Iron Man on crack. So I, mean, <laughs> I can see it. I'm just having fun. Tin Man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We will keep you up to date. And obviously, y'all are following that stuff. It's ever moving. So that's all we know right now. And uh, probably over the weekend, CPAC will be going on, which will fill you in on what happened at CPAC there next week. But God knows what happens over this weekend. So, mm. Anyway, let's go to America. Yeah. We've been talking about, I'm just going to call it snitch culture. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't like it. People you know ratting what? on each other. I hate people ratting on each other. Stop doing it, please. The government is only trying to divide us. And I would like you to know that I told the government that you don't like their snitch culture. So there you go. What the heck? You son of a brisket. (laughs) Son of a snitch. It's like a very southern southern part of the country thing. Texas and the... Well, California is also doing something Newsom has. If you know anyone that has an illegal gun, you know, it's a lot of the government wanting us to self-police and then tell the government that we did great detective work. And then the government will go Mm. and detain probably a friend of ours. So the Texas governor, Greg Abbott. Now, this guy is just it's unreal. Yeah. Now, a little context. Obviously, we covered on the show the the crazy ass Texas abortion law where. Yes. Even if you're an Uber driver, you need if you drive someone to an abortion clinic, you need to inform the authorities. Absolutely. So he's taking this culture war even further. Again, Texas is in dire straits. People need cheaper gas. People need to have more quality of life. They need to have more affordable living. Schooling needs to be better. Roads need to be better. Abbott doesn't care about any of these things. Why? Because he knows, he believes rather, the culture war is politically advantageous for him. So the newest culture war tactic by Texas Governor Abbott is is to have people report if there's a transgender student in their classroom and that could then go as far as the child being taken away from their parents, uh, put into state foster care which i don't it's never as good as mm-hmm. as a family right and that's one of the layers of hypocrisy we focus on the family here in texas good okay. old family values i'm gonna <laughs> right. take your kid away from you and send him to the state to the government to uh to the child uh welfare agency mm-hmm. with the government so the directive was part of a letter by abbott So he says he is calling on, quote, licensed professionals and members of the general public to report the parents of transgender minors to state authorities if it appears the minors are receiving gender affirming medical care, which could be depression medication. It's broad. I'm going to say the word everyone hates me. uh, Everyone hates to hear when I say it. It's vague Mm -hmm. and it is completely counter to what these people or what many people in Texas pride themselves on, which is autonomy. Don't tread on me. Leave me alone. Let me be. Let me be the person that I want to be. So what do you guys think as far as Governor Abbott and this newest approach to the culture war? It's it's uh, sad that it's now being legislated and kids are going to get tore away from their parents because some, you know, someone didn't like 
their orientation. It's the next dog whistle that was to be blown. Is this a dog whistle now, though? Yeah, no, this is a, the transgender. Yeah, because remember, I mean, we've that's not even a dog whistle, this. though. It's he's just doing it. Well, no, but it's um, just the issue of transgender yeah, yeah. children. Because remember, this has been a big thing in multiple states. South Dakota uh, tried to keep uh, transgender high schoolers from competing in certain the, sports. But that was in a sports thing. So, of course, there's that. Yeah, go on. But it's very specific. Yes, it is. Very specific. But it's also very small because Ohio had a similar law to the South Dakota law. And again, it only applies to a handful of high school kids. It's, it's right. about having transgender kids not compete in uh, women's sports, girls' sports, because they're afraid of the transgender kids taking medals away from the girls. And it's a very small amount of people it's like just, three yeah like literally the amount of transgender kids who even participate in sports they're not even contenders for medals so it's not even about everyone getting a medal they're just doing it for fun so that is those are previous state laws with right. this one specifically again it, it goes back to this texas idea of snitch culture what they did with the abortion ban the the fact that people need to report if they know anyone who got an abortion you, you are required to report even if you're an Uber Governor driver. Rabbit, here's a curveball. I got an abortion. My fetus was transgender. Oh, my God. Oh, well, then we <laughs> that better. cancels each other out. That's legal. Oh, and then if you write a book about it, we'll ban it. Whoa. There you go. No, so don't that's burn more my Texas. book, man. Hey, man, don't burn my book, man. You can't do that. But in all seriousness, this is a very serious. My, my friends were absolutely going nuts on this that's on horrible. Twitter today. Um, again, you're just you're taking it's a complete invasion of privacy between absolutely. parents and how they raise their kid as they see fit. Um, and. But uh, like to your point, this is the snitch culture. The idea of this um, this directive, I don't even think it didn't even go through the legislature. It's a directive from the executive branch, from the Texas Attorney General and Governor Abbott, um, and it is basically defining gender affirming health care as child abuse under state laws, and, and that I, is insane. I saw the Lieutenant Governor Patrick on uh, one of these crappy shows. Oh, yeah. And Dan, he was Pat Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick yeah. And he was talking about teacher tenure and he ended it with, no American is guaranteed a job for life. Oh, cool, oh, man. Well, that's, just hey, Republican uh, politicians, I guess. Hey, exactly. Here, just schmucks like you. My thinking about all this is I knew if, I knew this was coming. I knew especially uh, that they, the Texas has This been, invasive though? The, I, Cause I, I saw the, the high school sports stuff and I was like, Hmm. All right. I mean, you know, again, dog whistle because it's it's such a small thing, right. but it's something Republicans will vote on. But this this is crazy. This to me, this is moving towards what we have discussed repeatedly, where what's happening in China in terms of the social credit system. Mm. It, this is very similar. We're, there, we're the the policies are slowly moving towards citizens snitching on each other absolutely not slowly it, it, it's definitely accelerated oh, but, that but absolutely but yeah. so right now it's against minorities you know or, or people that are a, a minority type culture you right. know trans or or people crt again mm. critical race theory who women is teaching, women things like that but slowly it's apply it to every citizen mm -hmm. get everybody used to you know ratting out the people doing abortions get used to right and then slowly work it all into the system and then yeah. of course you have all of the different sort of mandates regarding covid there's a lot of uh, indoctrination attempts going on by the powers that be from all sides. And we have to remember that the Constitution doesn't give a shit who's in power. We have rights in this country and you have rights to be transgender if that is even I don't even care if it's a face. Whatever. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This has nothing to do with anything other than rights and freedom. Parents and their kids. Parents and their kids. And that's and the of thing. course, if there is any child abuse going on. 
uh, then that has to be addressed. Right. And that's the thing to me that you, so, can't, you can't criminalize an orientation. Right. I mean, remember which is what this does when the, the whole uh, abortion ban was happening and we heard. Uh, but then simultaneously in Texas, they were against the vaccine and they were doing Ex my body, my choice. Ex that and is so now it's the same thing. It's like, all right, Ugh. we want the parents to choose. Oh, you're for parents choice for school and what books they read exactly. and how their kids turn out. And it's like, no, actually, now the state is going to be more in charge. Of it's disgusting. It is disgusting. Uh, the uh, you, you just as I say. As the song goes, clowns to the left, jokers to the right, stuck <laughs> in the middle again, uh, just looking at both sides like, what the hell do you think you're doing? Unbelievable. So this is what Abbott wrote in the letter. He calls on, uh, this is what he says. He says, the Department of Family and Protective Services, uh, he says, call them to conduct a prompt and thorough investigation of any reported incidences of minors undergoing Elective procedures for gender uh, transitioning. And again, is this, is it that prevalent? Um, right. How many under the kids guise does this of, actually apply to? Yeah. And then, of course, uh, the road to hell. And I don't believe there's any good intentions with this because they know exactly what they're doing. The same thing with the abortion ban. This isn't about uh, abortion. This isn't about fetuses. This is about power and this is about control. And this is about a politics of culture war. It's just one of those things where if you're in Texas, you got to look in the mirror and ask, is this very Texas of us? Right. Are we letting people live? Right. Live and, and let live. Live and let live. I don't think so. So anyway, Abbott, again, the amount of issues facing Texas is uh, it's huge. And uh, he's too busy worried about the clothing apparel of our children. <laughs> Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today well speaking of texas there is a and clothing and apparel. clothing <laughs> do we have this ad for this woman i i don't know much about her other than the fact i'm in love with her oh and, and she is my favorite person in the whole world mm. and her name is sarah stogner and mm. she's 37 so she's right in my wheelhouse oh Ooh, sarah. sarah hit me up please god <laughs> i'm all alone she's into politics she's She's kind of your type, then. She really is in every possible way. <laughs> so there is a Texas primary right now, and this is to see who's going to be railroad commissioner, which is a pretty, I, like, I want to be railroad commissioner. It's think, huge in Texas. Yeah. I mean, I think Sarah wants yeah. to get railed, too. I think she does. <laughs> so this ad, Sarah is seen uh, almost nude. She's got some panties on. And she is uh, appears to be humping an oil pump, you know. So she's humping one of these oil pumps. And I, do we have any sound? Do we have any other sound for? Is there any words to this commercial, is it, or is it just a TikTok? I think it's just a TikTok. It's just a TikTok. Play the TikTok. Might as well. Stronger with Stogner. Please vote early, starting tomorrow. And she's naked on top of the oil drill there the whole time, the oil pump. And I just feel like that's wonderful. And, you know, before you say, oh, she must just be joking. No, she is not. Uh, she said that she knew this was going to go viral. And this is what 
she has to do. And it is what it is. Yeah. This is kind of what you have to do in American politics. And I will take her naked on an oil drill over Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, <laughs> and Lauren Boebert being like, I'm going to be out there by saying you're a terrorist because you're Jewish. Right. And you're like, wow, they're out there. I will take this almost naked woman having sex with that oil pump any time of the day. I mean, yeah. So this is what this is what she told uh, a newspaper. She says, I started doing a little digging and was like, wow, this is great. This is how I'm going to communicate to the masses about what's happening out here because people are visual, mm -hmm. which is very, very true. Very true. She told the paper she decided to release the video because the risk seemed worth it. As the University of uh, Houston poll showed her only a few points behind. <gasps> So it looks like this might help her. This she told her over the top. She told the Chronicle, I knew it would be controversial. I didn't know it would incite the rage and anger that it did from the press. Well, leave it leave her alone, Sarah Steiner. There's no anger or uh, from here, uh from Top Hat. We are your place. Please come on the show. Come Sarah. on the show. My goodness, you're just my type and uh <laughs> you can go out there and I don't even care. If you have sex with a whole series of type of, of foreign objects, <laughs> um, but like all pioneer politicians, there was blowback. Uh, Can you believe this? I believe it. The Express News. Now, evidently, Express News endorsed her. And then all of a sudden, they saw her thighs, a little bit of a nipple, and they said, no more. Uh, Come on, Express News. What's wrong with you? That's wild. You can't get an abortion. You can't have a transgender child. Can we at least have a naked woman on top of an oil drill? What Texas coming to? <laughs> right. I mean, her her slap back uh, to the Express News on that was we have radiation in our water. You know, there's all kinds of issues. Yes, like you were in saying. Texas. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, her being scantily clad is where the line was drawn, unfortunately. I think she's just doing a good impression of Slim Pickens' character from Dr. Strangelove, Absolutely. where he's riding the bomb all the way down. Absolutely. She says, I want to put my clothes back on and have a serious conversation. I want to talk about groundwater. I want to talk about flaring. I want to talk about winterizing our infrastructure pipelines. But that's boring, and it doesn't get clickbait. So I love it. You mm -hmm. got to get in there, set mm -hmm. the hook, as we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, what's this Sarah Stogner gal all about? Wow, not just a hot bod and a perfect, uh, perfect in every way. Right. She also has the hearts and minds of the Texas people uh, in her mind when she discusses these policies, because we should not live in a nation on a serious note where Drinking water is toxic. What are we doing here? Absolutely. And we covered another candidate uh, a couple of weeks ago, the Louisiana Senate candidate who smoked a blunt in his mm -hmm, commercial. Mm -hmm. I like these new candidates. I ben, you and I should have done more stuff like this. I know we were too conservative with it. We didn't <laughs> let ourselves really go out there yeah. and get nuts. But I will take this a thousand times out of a thousand times over the aforementioned, um, I brought a gun to the debate. I'm yeah, pretty right, edgy, right, like right, what right. Roy Moore was doing on his mm -hmm. stupid freaking horse, horse that he never knew how to ride. Bobert was like, I'm going to take a gun into Congress. Great. You know or what? Or the Marine guy, the one that just released his ad campaign that I'm a Marine and this is what we need in office. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Give me a naked gal who cares about me mm -hmm. and uh, I will be happier than anyone um, that is just going to become another complete and utter stooge for the corporate elite. The oil barons that run Texas, again, as the power outages are only going to increase. Well, we saw this past cycle, this past winter, man. It's coming again. Mm -hmm. It's happening again. And they better freaking fix it.
And if it takes a naked woman on top of a damn oil drill to do it, I'm totally fine and with it. And that's what I love about this, because uh, what I what I understand is they told her, you want to you want to run a campaign, you're going to need some money. And she's like, well, I don't have money, but I got these other assets. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's the kind of railroad commissioner I want. It's Absolutely. like, oh, how do we solve a problem with what we have? She knows how to run a train. Yep. She goes on to say, I understand that when I walk into a room or a space, people don't assume that I'm a lawyer or that I'm competent on anything to do with oil oil and gas, but I am, and I've got your attention now. So let's put our clothes on and talk about the issues. Awesome. I love her. I don't know. She seems to be doing all right by me. So check out the campaign. Check out the video. Sarah Stogner. uh, Donate, too, if if you feel like it. You know us. We love when people get involved, and uh, there is just nothing better than local politics where you can see real change. Well, speaking of local politics, I, one more person, um, Josh Mandel. Oh, that fella? <laughs> now, Josh Mandel is a man. We read some of his tweets, and because of that, we're all dumber. Yes. Um, we read some of his tweets a couple episodes <laughs> it, it ago. It broke Ben's brain live on the show. He is the- which s- rarely happens. It's just, I wish I had one-tenth of this man's um, it, blind ego. Chutzpah? Not chutzpah, because <laughs> I don't think he really has that. Right. It really is someone that is just so unbelievably unlikable. He can't even have a uh, debate without the entire audience turning on him. There was a uh, Senate debate between Josh Mandel and Morgan Harper, and this debate became super chaotic. Do we want to play the sound? Did you listen to this? I've tried, and uh, I have friends who tried, and many uh, people had to stop. Because it is just so mind-bendingly stupid. So let's play this clip. And this is why I love town halls. And Mm. I love debates. Sure. We need to see these people in public. And we're allowed to yell at them sometimes. And he is debating. Now, keep in mind, Josh Mandel is running for the Republican nomination in the U.S. Senate race in Ohio. He is currently in first place. He's a former state treasurer, former Marine. He out-trumps Trump. He's trying to out-trump Trump. Although Trump has refused to endorse him because Trump is obsessed with Josh Mandel's weird, kinky sex life. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a thing. And he's actually. That's what I want to think about. Thank you. He's actually debating a Democrat candidate named Morgan Harper, who actually was on our show two years ago when she was running for Congress originally. Now she's running for the Democratic nomination for U.S. Senate in Ohio. All right. And these two are holding their own debates because no one else will debate them. I think that that is fantastic. (laughs) And so I will will actually give, I'm going to give Mandel. A little bit of credit? Give him a little bit of credit. For going out there and and uh, debating in a public forum, because as we see now, it seems like more and more and more and more politicians are refusing to do it. And it sucks because, again, their policies must suck yeah. if they're scared to tell us what they are face to face. But let's just show Mandel just, I mean, he's he's getting yelled at. <laughs> and he's not scantily clad. No, he's not. He's really the worst of all worlds. Let's play this. Mr. Mandel. Uh, in your previous so this case, is the narrator, or the uh, moderator, mm-hmm. rather. As thugs. Mandel you said, described BLM uh-huh. folks as thugs. And then he come in the black oh, community. Hey, hey, you're not doing that. Put him out. Please. <laughs> and the Mandel. A woman in the audience yes. said put like, him out. No, put him out like no, with, a, no. with, a, with a bullet. Mr. Mandel. Oh, my God. Let's tighten it. What do you mean put him out? Mr. Mandel. Ask him to leave. Mr. Mandel. Oh, I he thought don't this was America. Black hey. I thought this was America. Hey. We can debate free. Hey, sister, listen to me. Don't do that. I got this. I got this. this is, I don't know if this is off know. the rails. I don't know. No, no, this is America. He can be here. Don't do that. Don't embarrass me. 
I'm not no, embarrassing. No, you don't. Don't. But do to that. bring that white man <laughs> no. in the black hey, community you, like that, you don't have to leave, man. I, I, I'm oh, finished. Nana. Okay, but please. don't you suck man. up to him? Oh wow! Him. Listen, he's listen, in the black I'm not, community. I'm doing my job. And I'm he's calling my parents. Exactly. Man, so she is pretty upset. I'm the moderator. I'm in charge. I want you to sit down and be quiet. Let me tell you something, man. Uh oh. Mr. Mandel, I put my life in the hands of young black guys. Mr. I had young black men put their life in my hand in the United Mr. States Mandel. Marine Corps and two tours in I'm Iraq. You to so don't stand sir. there and lecture me. Those are my brothers. Whether they were black or they were white Mr. or they Mandel. were Hispanic or they were Asian, those are my brothers in the Marine Corps. So Mr. don't stand there and lecture me about race and color. Mr. We put our lives in each other's hands. This is not. At some point, his campaign manager has to be like, this isn't going great. He's banging his campaign manager. They're in a relationship together. Yeah, it's one of those things. Oh, dear. So she's not. She's not going to stop him (laughs) all right so there it is josh mandel attempting to have a conversation with a group of people but the one thing that i do like about that is it reminds us what you say on twitter and you get your likes and stuff yeah oh (laughs) sometimes you have to be face to face you gotta go own that shit no yeah i'm sorry i called you a thug and of course we know that's shadow language um and uh, we know what that shadow language is for. Mm-hmm. It is to demonize and criticize certain people who don't want to be killed by the police anymore. And then, of course, the infrastructure of BLM. That's a whole nother conversation. But the true the true uh, core of their message was something I think we all agreed with. Yeah, and this made national news because, again, they are U.S. Senate candidates. Josh Mendel is in first place in the right. Republican primary. Um, and again, when we have someone like this in charge, as we were talking about, what, two episodes ago with the surveillance state increasing, if you have someone like Josh Mandel who truly believes that there's a group of protesters, uh, he mm-hmm. calls them thugs, something like that. Right. There's nothing that would stop someone like that when seeing people like the ones he called thugs releasing the hounds. Exactly. The and of course, robot dogs and so on and so forth. But when it comes to January 6th, he has taken all the Trump talking fine. points, all the Republican talking points. So and you would think... Uh, yeah, you would, you would, it's crazy. I'm mean, the same way. It's the same thing with the, with there's like a, there's like five semi trucks in DC and they're like, it's a trucker convoy. I'm like, I don't think so. Right. Who's going to protect the president? They're just yeah. going to CPAC. I'm pretty Everyone's sure. Fine. Everyone yeah. is freaking fine. It's all hats for CPAC. <laughs> yeah. oh, it really is. All right. Um, and just lastly in local news, if you live in Alabama and you want to conceal a weapon, you can do it without a permit now. Okay, that uh, sounds that's, so smart. That's kind of fun there. You can, <laughs> but you can't vote. But uh, that's all right. There's also a Second Amendment. And I wish that they would take into account all amendments there in Alabama, but they really seem fixated on that second one. So you can now just get a gun, and there's no need to uh, to have a license. And I actually think, and I've said this before, this is a massive disservice to all rational gun owners, and also. Talk about a bunch of assholes not recognizing the power of a gun. I took hunter safety. I almost think that students should be forced to take hunter safety if everyone's going to have a freaking gun. Mm. And this is just, I would like, there's, you need to treat these objects with respect because they can end your freaking life in a millisecond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and this just doesn't seem to do that to me. But Well, in Alabama and Ohio and Texas seem to be almost trying to out bid each other in terms of who can <laughs> make guns more available faster because we have the same uh, bill passed in Ohio. We right? since 2006, Ohio has had a, um, a you know well supported bipartisan uh, concealed carry permit system, right? And then that was basically uh, blown up 
by a, um, a a new bill that is the same deal as constitutional carry, which means no training, nothing. You just you can have a gun, which right. is to you know the ideologist behind the Second Amendment. For them, that is like the point of it is like you're just right. allowed to have it. But states have set up these systems for a reason, and now um, even in Ohio. And they snuck that bill in with like another bill. So the the, the folks that showed up to vote on it yeah. didn't even know they were going to vote on it that day. So Alabama, Ohio, Texas, y'all are crazy. I just don't have any problem with making people have just a little bit of training just for them. Just, you know. Anyway. Uh, it's the a good guy with a gun logic, right? That's the reasoning for this? I guess. there's. It's just, again, it's political culture war BS. And uh, it is what it is. So what a strange, uh, strange nation, a strange quilt it is. Yeah. Also, Jen Psaki, she might be going over to MSNBC. So well, if that'll you, fix the country. That'll fix it when we talk about the fluidity between media and politics. You always look to see who was the press secretary and where are they now? Oh, they probably <laughs> right. have a show on television. Well, yeah, Dancing with the stars. Oh, God. Giuliani. Whoa. <laughs> Mass singer. Oh, that was amazing. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you learned a little bit. Certainly, we all learn all the time here on this show. And uh, yeah, keep up the good fight. We'll keep on trying to do the best we can here to inform you in the best way possible. Okay, everyone. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. 